chapter one. Bella flinched when she heard the sound of the door swinging open. She couldn't see anything. She could feel the little boy from before nuzzling against her, his small arms slinging around her chest, his head lying gently against her collarbone. She tried to move her arm, but the sound of metal chains echoed throughout the dainty bedroom. She realised she was chained to the wall. A buzzing light bulb flicked on, and Bella's eyes squinted to adjust the illuminated room. Mummy was standing in the middle of the room, a tall and skinny figure covered in loose black dress. Her witch-like features were accentuated in the new lighting, her curved nose, her stringy red hair, her small eyes and yellow teeth. Everything about her appearance sent a bout of chills down her spine. Beside Mummy was an obviously drugged-out older boy, reaching Mummy's stretched height around six foot, but possibly a few inches shorter than her. His head was down, his thick black hair falling in his face. His eyes were closed. His arms were tied behind his back, and there was a red banner gagging him, stretching across his mouth. The little boy beside Bella, no more than seven years old, began to stir beneath her chin in his sleep. She looked down to find his big brown eyes staring up at her, tears welling up in them. Shh, Bella cooed quietly, watching as Mummy had occupied herself with chaining the older boy to the wall across the small bedroom. The older boy was moaning and groaning beneath his breath. His movements glinched and slowing as he shook his head, locked in a false daze. Mummy stood up and rubbed her hands against her vain, threaded legs. She exhaled, gave a small smile, if her beady eyes looked over to Bella. Bella's heart palpitated in her chest, and her breath escaped her lungs, as she locked eyes with a psychotic woman. Your father thought he'd keep my children from me. Mummy spoke, starting the little boy, pressed up against Bella. But I finally found my oldest. Now you're, you're here. A manic bout of laughter escaped Mummy's crackled lips as she faced laced her little fingers together. Will we be taking a family photo? Will we'll be taking a family photo? Mummy planned casually. But first, I must finish dinner. Her voice was clearly deteriorated for years of smoking. It was monotonous and broken, yet it still held a jovial undertone beneath it. Combination was absolutely horrifying. Mummy slowly walked through the bedroom door, slamming it shut behind her and practically shaking the room. Bella stared around at the dirty, peeling, baby pink wallpaper. Her eyes carefully observed every board game lined up against the walls, every stuffed animal piled in corners, every dollhouse scattered across the carpet. Her chest was heavy as she looked at the older boy who slumped against the wall, his head on his shoulder, his lips parted as he finished out his drug-induced sleep. I want to go home, said the little boy in a small voice. The first time Bella had heard him speak, Words clenched around her heart, but she promised herself she wouldn't cry. Second, she, the second she was thrown into that back seat, she promised she would compile and stay strong, because crying would get her nowhere, except closer to her device. But now, the lights on, a sobered 
from her own to have been too late, was able to see the small boy's anxiety. He had a fair skin, a type of fair, so pale, you see the veins beneath the surface. His hair was almost bleach blonde. His eyes were very dark and big, but his mouth and nose were small, with dirt staining his white t-shirt and jeans. And that is when Bella noticed he wasn't tied or chained up at all. Hey, Bella said gently, and the little boy moved off to her lap, growing hot against her body. Bella stared at him, a small smile forced onto her lips. Tell me your name, she attempted to make her voice as calm as possible, distract the young boy from reality of the situation they were in. The little boy sat in front of her and played with his fingers. His movements jittery and his eyes panicked. Elliot, he spoke timidly. Bella inhaled sharply and played a bigger s- smile upon her lips, allowing it to reach her eyes. Hi, Elliot. My name is Bella. A small smile spoke, broke into Elliot's mouth. He looked up at Bella. I wonder where we are. Do you know? Bella sniffed her hand reaching out to grab her small fingers. I'm not sure where we are. I'm sure we'll be home soon again. Elliot nodded, his smile growing. Who is the woman that told us to call her mummy before? She's definitely not my mummy. But it shook her shoulder, shrugged her shoulders. I'm not sure who she is. She's sick though. So you have to be very quiet when she comes in. Do not cry or try to run, because you might get upset. Does your mummy ever get upset with you? She stood off spoke softly, very quietly. Elliot nodded again, his mouth dropping. She yelled at me one, one time because I fed our puppy, puppy day play-doh. I had to sit in a time-out for a whole hour. Better laugh. Shh, remember, quiet voices. This one might make you sit in a time-out too. Do you want that? Elliot shook his head. Nah, he whispered. A throat rubbed comfortably against his small fat hand. Just stay close to me. I'll make sure she doesn't put you in a timeout. The sound of metal jangling against the wall across the room rattled at it and Bella, making him jump. I looked over to the older boy, beginning to wake up, and it scrambled into Bella's lap again, his head against her heartbeat, a thumped and pulsed at a, sick, a quick pace. The older boy's eyes opened. And Bella noticed the striking grey colour. She also noticed a few contusions littering the area surrounding his thick eyebrows, a long scar running from the top of his cheekbone to the bottom of his jaw. He made noises around the gag, around the gag of his mouth, muffling his anger as he attempted to pull his body forward, his chains restricting him. His arms still behind his back was trying desperately to pull him free. Bella stared the boy in fear at the sound of his angry growls and breaths filled her ears. She knew that, that a part of her survival situation, like theirs, was staying calm, and she worried the older boy would fail to cooperate. He finally stopped. He finally stopped after several minutes of trying. His breath ragged, ragged, his, breath ragged his sweat-soaked hair falling to his forehead, his shoulders and chest heaved with each other. His light eyes re- remained locked on Bella and it. The door flew open, and Mummy revealed a new, colourful dress that hung off her. Raw bone torso, like a pillow sack. 
and crept into hair resembled straw, sitting atop her angry shoulders as he pressed a hand against the doorway and watched each other of them intently. In a hand was a chunky Polaroid 660 land camera. Picture time, she tarts. This is a big day, a day we you united with your memory. You must remember it forever. She held the camera up to the older boys first, making him shy away from her and look to the side to avoid the lens. Well, Chapter 2 The room was beginning to grow hot and stuffy. The three of them were groaning occasionally, discomfort, unable to handle the heat, evading the windless room. Bella almost felt as if she couldn't breathe. Her head was back against the wall. Her shirt was drenched, her breath was heavy. Sweat was going up on her skin, dripping down the sides of her face and dampening her dark strands of hair. Elliot had moved to the side of Bella, still close but not touching her. His small breaths were heavy, his flesh was glistering as well. The old boy had his head against the wall too, his eyes locked on the other side of the room. He sat bound and gagged. His ebony hair was almost soaked as well. A single strand of it had fallen onto his forehead. His dark shirt was stained with perspiration. He'd been sitting there for a while, but there was no way to tell a distinct amount of time. Mummy just left to go finish developing the photos. He falsely snapped of all three of them. The temperature room shot up around 20 degrees about after that. The old boy started making noises. Make noise, his slight coloured eyes. Locked on Elliot, who was looking at him too. The old boy started nodding, dressing his head to come forward towards him. Elliot instantly looked at Bella. What does he want? he asked, his voice tight, his dark eyes confused. Bella looked over the older boy's gaze, held intense desperation. Maybe he wants you to go over to him, she whispered. Her voice straining. Go to pull the bandana off his mouth. For just a second. What? What? What if I get in trouble? Elliot questioned worriedly. If that lady comes in, she won't want the bandana off. But her lips tightened and dropped. While she looked around at the mess of toys in the corner. Just for a second. to see what he wants. I'll let you know if I hear her coming. Elliot hesitantly stood up. His tiny fingers reaching up to wipe his forehead. He slowly walked a few steps to the older boy, for he knelt in front of him and tied his finger around, fingers around the bandana. He worriedly glanced at back of Bella, before pulling down the older boy's chin. The older boy's breaths were heavier. Once the gag had been removed, look in my pocket, the older boy ordered Elliot. His voice rasped and tight. Please, the left one. And his eyes were wide, and Bella watched him slowly reach his hand out towards the pocket of the older boy's jeans. Your other left, the older boy directed, and it moved to the other pocket, reaching and wanting out a silver switchblade. The older boy breathed in relief as Bella watched as Elliot stared at the object, his small hand, slack jawed with huge eyes, cut rope around my wrists off. The older boy said, glancing at the door, hurry. But I noticed the boy seemed to have an accident of some sort. She couldn't figure out what kind. Do you really think this is a good idea? But I'm suddenly making the older boy look over at her. First of all, you have a little boy with a knife around your arms. Second, you don't know what that woman is capable of. Why would you make her mad, uh, mad right now? The older boy laughed. 
not in his more than desperate tight grass. He shook his head. That psycho lady? I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it, kid. Just do it, please. But I wanted to yell at the older boy. But he, when he, but when they all fell silent, they heard footsteps creeping slowly towards the door. Elliot instantly dropped the switchblade to the ground. The older boy's eyes widened. No, put it back. The older boy tried to say, but Elliot smiled, quickly slipped the gag back of his mouth before he could finish a frantic fault. He's been, he then sprinted over towards Bella, nearly tipping over dull in the process, as his chest moved up and down in horror. The older boy's eyes did not stray from the switchblade. Even the door slowly creaked open, and the mummy walked in, scourer was rubbed beneath her eyes, and she seemed drowsy, with an unlit cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Hey, kids, she said, around the lighter. I have the pictures drying in the light. Maybe we can have a family night, she said, her voice slow. Her eyes observed the three of them slowly, with a drunk gin on her lips. Her eyes caught the switchblade lying on the ground in front of the older boy. What's this? It was shaking the leaf. against Bella. Bella just watching silently. The mummy let down, picked up the dangerous object, chuckling beneath her breast. And Bella's heart instantly fell in her stomach to a start and prayed to whoever, to whoever was listening that this older boy wouldn't end up costing the freedom of their lives. A frightening glint in the mother's eyes. The mummy's eyes. Bella wasn't so sure that he would still be alive within the next few minutes.